A big thank you to everybody that sent Tash a special 30th birthday message. Tash has absolutely no idea that this episode will contain lots of surprise birthday messages. So thank you for making her have a really special 30th. And now let's head into the episode. Hello, I'm Mercedes. And I'm Tash, and you're listening to episode 88 of Chat Disney. Hi, Tash. Oh, gosh. From all of us at 37 Disney Street. Q, Lucy, Chris, Bonnie, Lucas, and Ollie. We'd like to wish you a happy birthday. I find it unbelievable that you're 30. <laughs> <laughs> You're gorge. And here's to more Chat Disney shows. We're always listening. <laughs> happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Tash. So welcome back to another episode on the Chat Disney podcast. This is a very exciting episode for me today because I have no idea what we're going to be doing because it's my birthday. So Mercedes has planned some content for today. I'm very excited to see what we're going to be discussing. But first, let's have a little look at what's been happening in the world of Disney this week. So for those of you who listened to our podcast last week, we were talking about the Pixar documentary that Disney made a long, long time ago and how it needed to be updated. And lo and behold, last week Disney announced that Inside Pixar would be coming to Disney+. Plus. It came on Friday and it's basically an updated documentary that shows you just what it's like to work inside Pixar. I haven't watched it as we record, but I'm so, so excited for this. Me too. And how freaky that you predicted it, Tash. It's like your very own birthday present from the Walt Disney Company. It really is. There you go. A little bit of controversy this week around the second episode of season two of The Mandalorian that featured the child or baby Yoda as he's sometimes known eating a frog's eggs. Lots of fans of the show were enraged by this action from this tiny creature. And the execs at Lucasfilm have actually had to publicly address this, saying that the eggs were not harmed because they were unfertilized. It's similar to a human consuming a chicken egg. And I'm sure the fans that were upset by this action are going to be even more disappointed to find out that there is a new Funko Pop figure of Baby Yoda eating the frog's eggs. Ouch. <laughs> that naughty Baby Yoda. To apologise for a little bit of an error I may have made on a previous episode a few weeks ago when we were talking about the group watch option or the sharing option on Disney Plus. And I was under the impression that it was simply just a way of sharing a link to what you were watching or a link to the Disney Plus app. It is actually more akin to the group watch that we have on Netflix, whereby you can share with someone else what you are watching and watch along at the same time. So very exciting indeed that I was mistaken on this. Definitely. And as we get into the middle of November, today is obviously Tash's birthday, but Christmas is just around the corner and Disney have treated us over the last week. We've had a shop 
Disney ad for the UK shop Disney for the first time ever that features a character of Filipino heritage with her grandmother. Definitely check this one out if you haven't already. It was based on Angela Affinata's personal experience with her grandmother. She is the director of brand and creative marketing for the EMEA division of Disney. Really heartwarming advert and definitely check it out if you haven't already and we also have a new disney plus christmas advert as well that had me feeling very emotional my favorite part was the section featuring han solo so definitely check out those two ads if you haven't already definitely making me feel very christmasy and heading over to some parks news with Disneyland, they have unfortunately now cancelled all the remaining reservations for the rest of 2020, which is obviously a very, very sad thing to hear. Although a little bit strange, people this week have spotted a couple of Christmas decorations up on Main Street. And people are speculating if this means that they're going to be opening in the same way that Buena Vista Street has in California Adventure for shopping and basic dining. So who knows, nothing confirmed at the moment, but there are a couple of reefs placed up in the park. Nice. More Disney Plus news. There's a new series coming to Disney Plus called On Point and it will be streaming on Disney Plus from December the 18th. It's about the year in the life of a New York City ballet school. It's going to be about six episodes long and will finish with a big ballet production put on by the dancers from the school. I'm very, very excited about this. My sister is actually at a dance school in London at the moment, so I know this is one she'll want to check out too. And we've also had some videos visuals of WandaVision. WandaVision is of course the new Marvel series coming to Disney Plus featuring Vision and Wanda also known as Scarlet Witch and they were on the cover of Entertainment Weekly over the last week as well so if you've not yet checked out those visuals definitely give them a look it looks really awesome. Absolutely and more exciting news for movies this week as they have announced that the live action Little Mermaid will be beginning production within the next few weeks and about time too. I mean I know this was obviously delayed because of everything that's happened this year but it was confirmed in 2016 which was four whole years ago so it's been a long time coming so I cannot wait for this. Gosh, that is a long time. And final bit of news for you all this week. An article recently published that Disney had originally planned two different Galaxy's Edge locations. So a different location in California and then a different version in Orlando. Apparently, Disney Imagineers were very certain that they did not want either of the Galaxy's Edge locations to be anywhere from the film. So they didn't want to do Hoth or Tatooine. They felt that Star Wars fans were too familiar with those locations and they wanted to bring them something new. The plan was originally to have two different options, but for reasons that I can only put down to fiscal, they decided it was more convenient to just have one location and Batu was born. And that is your news for this week. We are now going to head into the main part of today's episode, Tash's 30th birthday. Happy birthday, Tash. This is Grumpy. Thank you very much for doing the Chat Disney podcast with Mercedes. It takes out at least an hour and a half of her talking about Disney every week, which is only a good thing for me. So you're a lifesaver. Happy birthday. So Tash, how are you feeling? Today is your 30th birthday as this goes out. 
I know it's as I said before it's not the 30th that I had expected to have but I'm feeling very positive about it. Good I'm pleased and what are your plans for today? So my plans for today are, so my grandfather and I actually share a birthday. I was born on his birthday, so I'm going to be having a Skype call with him at some point, making sure that he gets to open his card in front of me, which I'm very excited about. So we're still getting to kind of see each other on our birthdays, although not in the same traditional way that we normally would celebrate it together. We are going to take Amber, our dog, for a lovely long walk, weather permitting. And then I think it's going to be an afternoon of watching films. Benji said that I could watch whatever Disney movies I like which was very nice of him and I think we'll probably get a takeaway in the evening and I kind of feel like that's sort of the best thing you can do with a birthday lockdown. Absolutely what takeaway and what film? So takeaway I think we're going to go for Giggly Squid which is this amazing Thai restaurant near where we live. Film wise I'm not sure yet I'm going to have a scan but maybe I'm not so me and Benji have actually I'm digressing here but we've actually started kind of inspired by 37 Disney Street where they go through and watch the films in chronological order we've started doing that with the animations of the classic series so we've just done Dumbo so we're moving very slowly through so uh, we probably won't watch an animation we'll probably go for a live action or something nice if you're having takeout from giggling squid I feel like you need to watch something sort of under the sea or, or maybe that's a bit gross maybe like Finding Nemo Yeah, Finding Nemo is perfect. It's funny that you say Giggling Squid as well. And now I'm digressing. I actually haven't told you this, but I found out last week that I have a a shellfish allergy. No. What? Yeah. But you love fish. I know. I I can still have like tuna and salmon. Your mum has a shellfish allergy, doesn't she? She does. Well remembered. Wow. How did you find out? I'm guessing it's a slight allergy and not a very severe one. Yeah. So, I mean, I would have told you otherwise. So, yeah, I don't know why we're now talking about this, but there we are. I have been having a bit of a gross stomach for a couple of years, often when I would eat out and I didn't really know why. I thought maybe it was spice. And then I had prawns on Saturday and about a minute after I finished eating, my whole throat felt like someone was just clawing inside, like trying to get out. It was horrible. And I was actually doing a Zoom quiz with my family. And obviously my mum was on the call and she was like, you just had prawns. You're the exact same age that I was when I got the shellfish allergy. So contacted my GP and everything. I've been referred to a specialist. And interestingly, shellfish allergy is the only allergy that develops in adulthood. Interesting. Never knew that. Oh my God, that is, sorry, I know we're completely digressing, but like, this is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, this might not make the final cut, depending on how I feel. But there we are. That's my birthday message for you, Tash. I've got a shellfish allergy. But no, that sounds great. Giggling squid and a bit of Finding Nemo. Absolutely. Happy 30th birthday, Tash. I can't believe I've known you over half of your life. And thank goodness you met Mercedes when you did. I'm sorry you won't be celebrating in the way that I'm sure you have planned, but I know with your sunny disposition that you will have the most magical birthday. Go enjoy yourself. Lots of love. Sorry I can't celebrate with you. So for today's episode, we're not going to be talking about my allergies or intolerances because that wouldn't be very entertaining at all. We're actually going to be talking a little bit about something that happened 30 years ago, which was the birth of Tash, but obviously with a Disney spin. So let's have a little bit 
of a throwback, cast your minds back to the year 1990. That's when it all began. That doesn't feel like 30 years ago. I feel like 1990 feels like 20 years. Definitely feels like 20 years ago. 2000 feels like 10 years ago. Yes, like the 2010s just didn't happen. Yeah. Basically. I agree. So 1990, do you actually know just off the top of your head what movies came out in 1990? Oh, no, I don't. I didn't either. And actually, I would have probably said nothing if I had to guess, but I was wrong. So the first movie that came out the year you were born from Disney was The Brave Little Toaster. Oh, I did know that. I did. Yeah. Now you say that I did know that. I think there was like a Twitter thing fairly recently about like what movie came out the year you were born and that was mine yeah and interestingly it kind of ties in with what we were talking about with regards to Pixar because we were saying how they needed to do a new Pixar documentary because the last one really heavily involves John Lasseter and the Brave Little Toaster was very much his sort of first movie his baby for the Walt Disney Company so I just thought that was quite apt the second movie that came out in 1990 was actually a re-release and I'm going to see if you can work this one out Tash so I'll give you some clues it was re-released in the US in the year 1990 it actually wasn't that old at that point in time it's from the dark era of Disney and you absolutely hate it the dark era of Disney yeah I hate it yeah I really can't think what was it the black cauldron I is it the black cauldron (laughs) yes congratulations yeah the black cauldron was re-released in the US in 1990 wow there we go I'm not proud to share a birth year with the re-release of that but there you go there we are now this next one I'm like giddy with excitement to share this with you because I don't think you know this if you know this already then like fine I'll jog on but I don't think you will because I just don't think you do so this is very exciting so the year 1990 a Disney classic was actually released I don't know why I didn't think that there was I think it's because I'll be honest this Disney classic is a little bit ropey but this is why I'm so excited about it so the Disney classic listeners at home really think Scramble your brain, what came out between The Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast? Do you know, Tash? I can't think what would have come out in 1990. It's it's like, I mean, it's a stretch that it's considered a classic. I don't know. So the movie in question is The Rescuers Down Under. But, uh. but the reason I'm so excited is because it came out on the 16th of November. No, did it really? Oh my God, how crazy is that? Yeah, so... Nothing that would have had an actual birth date with me. Yeah, like, I mean, it's probably one of the worst Disney films of all time. I mean, I'm going to look at that film in a whole new light now. It's like your film, like a Disney film the day you were born. Like, how apt is that? Even if it's not a good one, I'm happy that there was one that was an actual birth date. Definitely. And The Rescuers Down Under was quite iconic because it's the first ever Disney animated sequel and the first sequel in the Disney animated classics lineup. And there was also a short that was aired just before that film came out as well called The Prince and the Pauper. And it starred like Mickey and Goofy and others. Yes, I remember that as well. I feel like my nan had a book of that as well. Like, did you used to have... The hardback, I think it was like a collection that you could order probably from like 
some catalogue. And I feel like lots of children had them and they were basically hardback books of each Disney classic. So there was Gulliver's Travels with Mickey and there was, I'm sure there was a Pets and the Pauper one as well. Do you mean like the Ladybird ones? That is exactly what I mean. Do you remember them? Did you have, I feel like they were a state, like, you know, like how every child had that forever friends bedding and like, <laughs> there were just certain things that every child had. Those books were one of them, I feel. Definitely. Lady Bird are huge. Like, yeah, I, I had them. So yes, I, I, I can relate. Happy birthday, Tash. Have the most amazing 30th birthday from Pip at your local Foolish Mortal. So another thing that happened in 1990, very exciting, is that a park that I think is probably really your sort of childhood memories of Disney, and that is, of course, Disneyland in Anaheim, turned 35. Oh, that's nice. And now, well, no, I'm not turning 35. Now I'm turning 30. But, you know, that's nice. But it would have been cool if it was 30 on my zeroth birthday. Yeah. <laughs> now it was turning 60. Yeah, but you'll always have. So when you turn... Well, it's turning 55. Exactly. I'm... So it's always, it's a nice birthday. It's not like it's like 33. Ooh, I've got an idea. Ooh. I'm not very good at maths, but I think I just worked out that on your 50th birthday, it will be the 75th anniversary of Disneyland. <gasps> will it? Yeah. If it was 35 the year you were born, it's 55. Oh, no. Oh, it will be. Oh, your 40th. My yes, my 40. Oh my god, I absolutely 10 years time. I know what I'm doing. I had no ideas about my 30th birthday, but my 40th is now planned. <laughs> oh, I'm coming. I'm there. <laughs> absolutely. Perfect. Well, hopefully, this podcast will still be going in 10 years' time and we can, you know, cover it all live. But yeah, Tash is 40 in this space. <laughs> so exciting because I really wanted to get to Orlando next year because it's my 30th next year and it's Orlando's 50th anniversary. And I just thought the synergy there is my sister's 21st as well next year. But thanks, COVID, doesn't look like that's going to happen. I mean, you never know. Talk of this vaccine, you could get there at the end of the year. I could, I could. I mean, it starts in October, so let's see. Oh, we could do it. Yes. Now, this is really interesting. So I was kind of, you know, preparing for today's episode and I wanted to be able to sort of give Tash some wisdom so she could walk away thinking, oh, you know, I never knew that, like we did with the rescuers down under. And unfortunately, this one is maybe not as interesting, but I think has more comedic effects. So I think you'll appreciate it. So I was researching, you know, momentous things that happened in 1990 for the Walt Disney Company. And you might be pleased to know, Tash, that Mickey Mouse's birthday land became Mickey Mouse's star land. Oh, I've not heard of either of those. So this is super interesting. I hadn't either. What I am actually referring to right now is Mickey's Toontown. I imagined it would be that. Yeah. So I'm talking about Mickey's Toontown in Walt Disney World, which is actually now not even called that. It's Storybook Circus. But what I found remarkable is that it was ever Mickey's birthday land. Like what? What? That's such a unique niche thing to call a land. I feel like who came up with that decision? Because that seems just like a terrible idea. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't, it's that's weird. And then what was it after that? Starland. <laughs> I mean, come on, who was in charge of these decisions at that time? Like both of these names are terrible. <laughs> Birthday land is just it's very, very random. Oh, I feel like someone... Do you know if there was anything particularly birthday-y about it? I do, yeah. So I, I feel like someone listening, like maybe Matt from Disney Marvels, might like remember this, or maybe I've just really insulted him then. Maybe he's <laughs> not old enough, but I'm sure somebody listening will remember Mickey's birthday land. But yeah, I found, I found like the sign, and it's got all like your like tailspin and like... Darkwing Duck and all of those kind of characters, those really 90s, well, 80s and 90s Disney animated TV show characters, they're all around this birthday land sign that looks so uninspiring and there's nothing remotely birthday about it. It's actually a picture of them covering up the word birthday and replacing it with the word star, which is in the same font. So let me let me share my screen. Tash and I are currently doing this over Zoom. So just so she can see what I'm talking about. If you just pop in birthday land into Google. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we've got that. I mean, there's some sort of show here with Chip and Dale wearing birthday hats, I can see. Yeah, I mean. Happy birthday, Mickey. Was it just like Mickey's birthday every single day? I mean, that's how it seems you've got. This is you know, so strange. I know. And look, there's a train that says happy birthday. Yeah. a cake of mickey there's the branding wow i mean it's quite really strange it's very strange it is i don't know maybe they just did it like for a one-off maybe it was a new opening and then they turned it into starland i don't know i didn't do that much research who knows if anyone knows or if anyone who's listening has ever been there please get in touch yeah i thought you'd find that really funny uh, i thought like i had birthdays on the brain because it's your birthday <laughs> hey tash happy birthday it's matthew from the disney marvels podcast i and the rest of the disney marvels family wanted to wish you a wonderful and joyous 29th birthday i hope it's the most magical oh sorry Someone just reminded me, it's not 29, it's 29 plus 1. Happy 29 plus 1 birthday, and I hope it's the most magical day in magical year for you ever. And then final bit of news for 1990. So this is quite interesting, and, and for me, this is something that is very nostalgic, and I don't know if it will be for you, because I don't know if they had this at the other park, but the Honey, I Shrunk the kids i was gonna say honey i shrunk the children <laughs> that's the british adaptation honey i i shrunk the children honey i shrunk the kids movie set opened at walt disney world's mgm studios as it was called then and this was the play area where there was like these huge blades of grass i think maybe they had a bug's life version of it in california am i right they did yeah they had a bug's land and it was basically a very similar sort of thing big blades of grass big like popcorn boxes and stuff and things that have been like trashed into the garden it's very cool yeah so this was super cool as well there's footage of me maybe that's what I'll give you for your birthday a video of me at age seven sitting on a large piece of lego I think there's like the ant as well from honey I shrunk the kids I think that that was there I don't like that ant. no I don't like that I do like that film but I don't like that ant. no so 1990 I mean when we talk about these things you realise, you know, it really is a lifetime ago. Things like 
the release of Rescuers Down Under, Birthday Land. It is, but also it is a lifetime ago, but it's it's crazy how quickly that time goes. Like when you think about the Rescuers Down Under, like that does not seem like it's 30 years old. Do you not think? I think it does. I mean, not in terms of not in terms of how it's aged, but in terms of that just seems like such a long time ago. Mm, yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So other famous people that were born in the year 1990, of course, keeping it Disney because we are chat Disney. First of all, Liam Hemsworth. And you might think Liam Hemsworth. What does he have to do with Disney? Well, his brother is Thor and he was married to Miley. And I feel like you can't get more Disney than Miley, right? This is going to be one of those things where it shocks me, like that these people were actually born in 1990 because I would have thought he was older than that. Yeah, I was so excited putting this together for you because some people are like, he's the same age as us. So yeah, okay, so that's an interesting... So one of two ways now. <laughs> yeah, well, it's annoying because I can't say now, I should have made a game, like a higher and lower because I can't say like, guess how old oh, this yeah. is because you'll be like 30. <laughs> Next, we have, I think this one's not very surprising, but we have Emma Watson, who played Belle in the live action Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I knew that. And I think the reason we knew that she was a similar age to us as well is because whenever Harry Potter came out, we were like, for a time, we were always the right school year. Yeah, we were. And then it got muddled up. I don't know how, but I suddenly was at university when they were leaving high school. (laughs) There we are. And, and that that's really it in terms of 1990 births of Disney people. But Jim Henson died in 1990. Oh, that's sad. It is sad. And I find this a little bit sort of dark humour, I guess. But Grumpy was also born in 1990. And he hates Jim Henson. He hates the puppetry anything to do with it the minute the Muppets are on TV get those Muppets off I hate them and Jim Henson actually died on Grumpy's birth of the day he was born oh ouch Mm, there is a maybe something a bit poetic or dark like a bit dark in that but there we go maybe maybe that's why I'm trying to think if there's anything I hate maybe it diminished on my birthday well, interestingly, I seem to recall that you really hate the Tim Burton version of James and the Giant Peach. Oh my God, I, I yes, I do. Did that come out on my birthday? It didn't, but James and the Giant Peach was obviously written by Roald Dahl and he died in 1990. Oh my God, this is so strange. I know. I mean, <laughs> not, not on the 16th of November, but still. Yeah, that's... Kind of weird like the universe kind of aligns all these things up you know like one door opens another door closes and like those two things are destined to not see eye to eye absolutely so there's some like of the- uncovered truths about the universe well there you go and and there you are so there's some of the sort of notable disney births and deaths of 1990 wonderful beautiful kind and just all-round loving tash happy 30th birthday you wonderful human being I am so happy to be part of your Disney gang and love you very much. And I know it's not exactly the birthday that you would have had planned or the celebrations that you would have thought you'd be having, but I'm sure that we can properly toast and celebrate soon. 
and know that I will be raising a glass of bubbly in your honour at every opportunity I have. But have an amazing birthday and many happy returns. Lots of love from Laura and the pups, obviously. Bye. And then looking specifically at today's date, the 16th of November, your actual birthday, Scott Whitman was born on the 16th of November. And who is Scott Whitman? I hear you cry. Well, I had absolutely no idea either. Scott Whitman is an American lyricist, songwriter, writer and composer. And he is actually responsible for all of the music in Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, didn't know that. I was sitting there like, am I meant to know who this is? No, no, you're not. And Martha Plimpton, another person I had never heard of before today, is also somebody that was born on the 16th of November. And she is the voice of Yolana in Frozen 2. And Yolana is the Northundra elder, the sort of leader of the Northundra people. You've really done your research here. I have, yes. I, I wanted to give you some fun facts. So when you see that elder when you watch Frozen 2 you think she's got the same birthday isn't you know, it? We're, we're connected yeah I love stuff like that like I remember Draco Malfoy and I have the same birthday and yeah. that's always stayed with me maybe that says quite a lot about me as a person <laughs> there we are and other things that happen on the 16th of November so 1997 Tash would have been your seventh birthday can you remember your seventh birthday what you did or who you celebrated with 1997 I believe it was that year and not the year after I had a Spice Girls fancy dress party oh <laughs> yeah I did and we hired out a hall and everyone came dressed as a Spice Girl my mum did like a, a wash in wash out red hair dye for me and I went as Jerry there's probably some incriminating photos of, of this there were lots of baby spices some sporty spices some of the boys came as footballers instead it was a Spice Girl slash football party so there you go great year love that and it was a great year for Disney as well this is something I didn't know before today so 1997 the 16th of November Disney released an adaptation of Oliver Twist it aired on the wonderful world of Disney on the Disney Channel and it stars Elijah Wood. What? What? Yeah. See, uh, now I love Oliver Twist. I mean, my favourite is obviously the musical version of it, but I have never heard of this and I've especially never heard of Elijah Wood. Was he Oliver? I assume so. I haven't done that much research. He must have been. He's a small child in it. He might have been Dodger, actually. Yeah, he's too awesome and sweet. He's got to have been Oliver. He can't play. He can't be a dodger. Really? I yeah. can be a dodger. Let's have a quick look, shall we? So, Elijah Wood. No, he's dodger. What? Yeah. I need to see some photos of this. Yeah, he's kind of like a... Footage of this. Yeah, he looks sort of like a bit older, actually, like sort of 14, 15, perhaps. But yeah, and I knew about the Annie version because I love the Disney Channel version of Annie with... What's her name? Kristen Chenoweth, who plays April Rhodes in Glee, she is the Lily St. Regis in it, that version. And Miss Hannigan is the really famous actress, Kathy, is her name Kathy something from Titanic? Kathy Bates? Yeah, Kathy Bates. She's Miss Hannigan. She would make a good Miss Hannigan. I did not know that this version existed either. Oh, Tash, this version of Annie is the only version of Annie. It's on. Hey, Annie. <laughs> I hate Annie too, like the original. Trust me, this will transform your relationship with Annie. Watch the one 
on Disney Plus with Kathy Bates. That's the version of Annie that I grew up with and I love it. Okay, I didn't know this existed. So maybe I'll watch this on my birthday. Maybe Oliver Twist is on there. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm going to go through and watch all these like awful, or not awful, but all these versions that I never knew existed. I think the Oliver Twist must be awful because I've never heard of it. Literally never heard of it. Okay, so that was 1997. So 2004, Tash, so this was your 14th birthday, if you can remember that. Yeah, no. No? Vaguely, I knew you then. Can you remember my 14th birthday? Nice, nice. Well, had you been in Walt Disney World, Tash, for your 14th birthday, you could have been one of the very first people to ride Stitch's Great Escape in Walt Disney World and also Turtle Talk with Crush at Epcot. Both of those attractions opened on the 16th of November, 20 nothing, not 20 anything, 2004. 2004, lovely. Yeah. Then your 16th birthday, Tash, can you remember that? I can, I feel like 16 is meant to be quite a big one. I can't really remember it too much. Is that not the one where we had a meal with all of your friends and I made you a cake that had a picture of you on it as a child? it was my 18th. That was definitely my 18th. I think my 16th, we went to a restaurant called Donatello's and then we went back to my house. No, because 16, yeah. no, because 16, we had left school. No, I turned 16. When I, first year of college, I turned 17. Oh, second year of college, I turned 18. Of course, sorry. It's because oh, I'm thinking that I was 16 when we left school. Yeah, no, I'm on a different wave to you. Oh, yes, yes. Babies. Yes, you're right. We did go to Donatello's. <laughs> yeah, I remember that very well. So do I. Okay, well, had you been in New York, Tash, you could have watched Mary Poppins. It opened on Broadway at New York's New Amsterdam Theatre, which actually I was quite surprised about because we watched that together in the West End when we were about 13. So it must have opened on the West End before Broadway. That's very true. I wish I had been in New York on my 16th birthday watching it again. Yeah, I wish I'd been with you. Mm, Me too. And then we fast forward to your 25th birthday, Tash, if you can remember that. <laughs> Funnily enough, like my most recent birthdays are less memorable. I, w- I lived in Shanghai for my 25th birthday, 25th, 2015. We just moved to Shanghai. Yeah, that's all I can remember about that birthday. Well, there we are. And across the pond in California, Star Wars Launch Bay was opened in honour of your 25th birthday, Tash, because they heard how much you love it. And also the show Star Wars Path of a Jedi opened at the Tomorrowland Theatre, also in Disneyland in California. Oh, fab. Well, thanks for the birthday present, guys. Happy 30th birthday, Tash. I honestly can't believe I've known you since I was three. I think that's crazy, but I hope you have a super wonderful day. Sending lots of hugs and kisses there you are and the fun is not over we've obviously recounted 1990 today and 16th of november and given tash some fun little tidbits next time she watches disney movies but we have one final gift for tash so tash i've got a shout out here from your friend larissa 
And she wanted to say to you that Tash is the one who introduced me to the Disneyland Park in Shanghai. And when she did that, she changed my life forever. Happy birthday, Tash. Oh my God, that, that. That is the sweetest thing ever. And she always says that. She has never told me before that I changed her life. But she let me recount very quickly the tale. I went to Shanghai Disney with a group of five girls. Three of us were massively into Disney. One of us not so much. And she was not into Disney at all. I think she'd watched a few Disney films, but was literally like, why are they getting so excited? I don't understand. And honestly, now... She is one of the biggest Disney fans I know. She absolutely loves it. I went to see Beauty and the Beast, the live action version with her at midnight when it came out in Shanghai. She's a complete Disney convert. And that's made me so happy that she sent that message. I'm very, very pleased. And Tash, you are such a popular person and so loved that that's not your only message. And when you listen to this episode on Monday, this whole episode has birthday messages filtered all the way through it from loved ones and also some of our listeners as well. Oh my God, I'm so excited to hear this. I wish I'd heard them now, but I'll have to do a thank you next week. Yeah, in advance for no excited. problem. I'm so excited! I had no idea that you did that. Yeah, well, thankfully, someone decided to delete all of their social media, so it was quite easy. Oh my god! Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you've not been able to do that if I was like on Twitter all the time and stuff. Exactly. Amazing. Yeah, so you'll have to listen to this. So my present to you is that obviously I'll edit this week so that you don't hear them in, in, in advance. And yeah, tune in to Chat Disney. On Monday, I mean, if you're listening to this, Tash, you've already done that. But I hope you enjoyed it, Future Tash. Thank you. Well, Future Tash is very grateful, I'm sure. And maybe I will get back on Twitter or something just to say a thank you to everyone. Happy birthday, Tash. I have decided to record you a separate birthday message because I'm not too great at the sentimental stuff and I thought we might be a little bit awkward and laugh or it might be a bit embarrassing if I said this in front of you, but I just wanted to send you a special message to say that I feel truly blessed to know you and I believe that we are so lucky as a society and as humanity to have had your presence for the past 30 years. But I personally am so thankful to have had your friendship for the past 19 years, which is terrifying to say out loud. You make me laugh, you make me smile. I genuinely believe that we're soulmates and our friendship truly fulfills me and nourishes me. I genuinely don't know what I would do without you and without your encouragement and your support and your belief in me and just your complete utter positivity. You have this amazing ability to always have a smile on your face, even in the most difficult of situations. And I really hope that by doing this podcast, our listeners get to see that side of you. And I'm super confident that they do because it shines so brightly and I hope that you have the most incredible birthday and I am so sorry that the country and that the world is in the mess that it is for what should be one of the most joyous occasions for you but we will celebrate when the time is right and yes that is it I guess just so much love and happy birthday. And that is everything for this week a massive happy birthday to you Tash and we will be back next week with 
less celebrations, but still lots of fun Disney content. Can't wait. We'll speak to you then. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.